The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars Summit by Summit episode 2522 today on a What to Watch Now episode. We're going to talk about the High Republic show. We haven't talked about it in a while, and there's a couple of things that I would love to share with you about it that I thought were especially cool. Punch it. I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So the High Republic show, hosted by Christina Ariel, has come out actually with three episodes so far. And I'm a little bit behind. <laughs> I caught up on episode two today, or, you know, yesterday from when this show comes out today. Confusing, I know. But <laughs> be that as it may, it was the March show and... It's a longer show comparatively, like, you know, this week in Star Wars comes out and it's like about five-ish minutes long or something like that, whereas the High Republic show, this goes on for like 26 minutes, it's, you know, really great, they have multiple features on there, including, you know, this time an extended conversation with people working on the art for the High Republic, and then a roundtable conversation with Claudia Gray, who is the author of Into the Dark, and Daniel Jose Older, who's the author of the High Republic Adventures comic series and the upcoming Race to Crash Point Tower, and Jen Heddle, who is an executive editor for Lucasfilm Publishing. There's also a very breezy recap of the story so far, because when the first episode of the High Republic show came out, it came out in January, so Into the Dark had not yet been released, so we get to get that involved in there, as well as other comic stories that have come out over the last little bit of time in between the two episodes. And then there's also a section of, you know, the cool animation videos that they've been doing to detail more information about the High Republic. And they share the one about the Santeca family in this. And then uh, Christina Ariel does reveals, which, you know, at this point, like March, you know, the, the reveals are already pretty much done. But uh, Syl, who's the main character of the Out of the Shadows book, is revealed in this episode. One of the things that I have found interesting about the High Republic is that we do see the not only the Jedi, but the Padawans questioning a lot more than we do in the later series of Star Wars. Are we seeing the origins of the dark side coming back? I think in a way it's the opposite actually. It's that like we've always known the Jedi at war, right? So what we're seeing now instead is the Jedi at their peak. And because of that, they get to think about the force in ways that we never got to see them think about the force and wonder like, what is my role? You know, what does the force mean to me? Like all these deeper questions that you kind of have the luxury of being able to ask when you're not constantly under attack. I agree with all of that, but I would also add the dark side never goes away, ever. I mean, it is a part of the Force. It's inextricable. Maybe it isn't organized into the shapes that we remember with the Sith and the First Order and the Empire, but that doesn't mean it's not there. It's always there. Certainly the Drengir are fairly steeped in the dark side of the Force. There's always darkness for the Jedi to combat. 
and the Tempest Runner audio drama that's going to come out is revealed in this one too, but that's, you know, comparatively old news now. So the majority of the episode is taken up by the conversation that happens between Christina and Claudia and Daniel and Jen, and yeah, it's a really great talk, and there's one particular question that Christina asked that I really thought was awesome and the answers from both Daniel and Claudia were very awesome about the Jedi themselves and about how the Padawans are more questioning than they are when we see them in you know, other Star Wars stories, particularly in the prequel trilogy, for example. And so I'm going to share with you the audio clip of it. Here's Christina asking the question and Daniel and Claudia's answers. Yeah, pretty cool, right? That's, you know, I think that's the highlight, at least for me, from that whole roundtable discussion. But I'm going to link to the whole episode so you can check it out in the blog post for the show's episode sw7x7.com and in the show notes as well. Okay, so other things I wanted to share with you that I thought were especially notable. First of all, the portion of the show where they talk about the artwork, developing the artwork for the High Republic. So it's a pre-produced package piece. It features Michael Siglane, who is the creative director for Lucasfilm Publishing, Troy Alders, who is an art director for Lucasfilm and Disney, and Jeffrey Thomas, who is a senior illustration manager for Disney Publishing. And one of the things I thought was fascinating was that the artwork situation developed out of the meetings that we've heard about, about the, you know, the summits that the writers had along with Story Group and other interested parties up at Skywalker ranch and you know the development of the whole project luminous situation but one part of those meetings was or one outcome of those meetings was the development of certain archetypes and they don't talk about what the archetypes are and i would love to ask one of the authors this question so the next time i have a high republic author on the show i'm going to be including that as part of my you know hopeful question asked situation, but uh, the archetypes are passed along to the artists. And so uh, Phil Noto and Ian McCraig and other um, artists, or Ian McCaig, excuse me, uh, and other artists were, you know, given that information and then, you know, went to town on developing the you know, potential artwork for the Jedi and the Nile and the Drengir and the non-associated characters, you know, other characters like, say, um, you know, Sylph from the Coming Out of the Shadows or um, Geode. Oh, by the way, the concept art for Geode exists. We've talked about it. It's actually kind of out and I'll explain a little later. But anyway, so they all go to town and uh, Jeffrey Thomas also revealed that they were even looking back at uh, things conceptually that were done but never got used in certain formats. Like, for example, Marquion Rowe's helmet and uh, that there were early designs for other projects that, you know, never particularly worked out or maybe, you know, the designs were you know, part of a development process and some other thread of development got created and that one got backburnered, but they revisited that and, you know, made changes and updates to it and said, oh, it would be perfect for this. And so, you know, there you go. And so that was kind of cool to hear about as well. And speaking of the Nile specifically, you know, the segment toward the end of the episode where they take questions from the Twitterverse and pose them to someone. So the person who answered them this time was a uh, gentleman named... Uh, Jason Stein, who is a creative executive with Lucasfilm Story Group. And one of the questions had to do with the design aesthetic for the Nile, and the questioner said that there were sort of similarities, it seemed, between the Cloud Riders from Solo, A Star Wars Story, and the Nile. And so Jason says that the initial inspirations 
for the Nihilus designs were punk rock and also Viking inspirations and that you know it iterates from there until we get what we see in the concept art that we've seen so far. And during the round table Daniel Jose Older said that the writers are actually in communication with the concept artists on a regular basis and also you know the artists who are drawing the comics and so forth and that that is providing additional information and inspiration for them too. So you know what a wonderful thing to have this you know continuous back and forth between the writers and the artists and how the stories and you know you know, the way they're depicted or flowering as a result of that collaboration. And there's a mention too about how the Jedi are, you know, being tied to some degree with the prequel era Jedi, but, you know, not making it like, oh yeah, the Jedi of the High Republic, you know, look and are dressed and are this, you know, the whole aesthetic is exactly like the prequels. No, of course not. It is, you know, the peak of the Jedi, this golden age for the Jedi, and it's supposed to have, you know, little, you know, elements, then they don't necessarily, you know, really define how they're doing it but they say they are there these these little things with you know uh, adornments and filigree and whatnot that you kind of echo or kind of give you a hint of oh you can see things in the prequels that may connect all the way back to this higher public stuff so very cool and they also introduced the fact that there's an infographic gallery this is at starwars.com slash the dash high dash republic and in this infographic gallery they have uh two things right now it's still two things it was the same two things that they announced in march which is basically a timeline and also a character chart and on the character chart is where you can get a peek at geode from the metaphorical neck up basically so that's the first image reveal that i've seen for geode and he's not in the databank yet but hey it's something so now if you want to get a visual of that you can in fact actually for the title card that i create for the show i'm going to use the geode graphic that they have in that character chart so you can see it for yourself and so, yeah, that's highlights from episode two of the High Republic show that I thought were especially worth flagging and chatting about with you. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B &B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.